God bless you. This is lecture number two in the King School of Ministry under the King's People Connection. And our topic for this lecture number two is Who is a minister? Who is a minister? The word minister appears throughout the scriptures. And the first place that the word appears is in Exodus chapter 24, verse 13. The Bible says, And Moses rose up, and his minister Joshua, and Moses went up into the mount of God. In the New Testament, it also appears all through the scriptures. Now, in the whole testament that we just read, Exodus chapter 24, verse 13, the word minister means to serve, to wait on, to attend, to contribute to. So essentially, it means to serve or to wait on someone. In the New Testament, the word minister, the Greek word used for minister is diakonos, diakonos. And it means to run errands or to be an attendant or to be a waiter. It means to attend to someone. It means to wait on someone. Now, who is a waiter? A waiter is someone who waits on a table. So, one of the basic meaning of the word minister both in the New Testament and the Old Testament means to wait on a table or to be a waiter. A waiter is someone who waits on a table in a restaurant or in an hotel. If you go to a restaurant or you go to a hotel, you're going to see some people that are called waiters. What do they do? They attend to people that come to eat at the restaurant. So, a waiter is always standing at attention, waiting for the call or the order of a customer. So, a waiter is there waiting to respond to whatever a particular customer demands. A waiter is there waiting to serve a customer. So, as a minister, you are a waiter. Who are you waiting on? You are waiting on the Lord. To hear what God has to tell you and then to do whatever God tells you. When somebody asks a waiter to bring a particular food, what does the waiter do? He goes, prepares the food and brings it, serving the person who has ordered the food. So, as a minister, you are a waiter. 
waiting upon the Lord. And if you are serving as a minister under the leadership of somebody else, you are waiting upon the Lord by waiting upon the person. The Bible makes us to understand that Joshua was a minister of God, but he was also a minister to Moses. So he was serving God by serving Moses. The Bible makes us to understand that Elijah, before he became the senior prophet, he was a minister pouring water on the hand of Elijah. So he was ministering unto Elijah. That means he was serving Elijah. That means whatever Elijah asked, he goes around to make it to work. So, according to the New Testament, diakonos, which is the Greek word for minister, means to run errands. To run errands. To be an attendant or to be a waiter. To run errands, to be an attendant, to be a waiter. So, you are running errands for God as a minister of God. And as a minister of God, if you are under the leadership of another minister, you are running errands for God by running errands for the person that God has placed over you as the leader. As long as the errands are according to the word and the will of God. So, that is what it means to be a minister. But I'm going to give us about three definitions of the word minister. And then we are now going to run with that and talk about four to 24 things that characteristics a minister. Now, who is a minister? A minister is a servant of God who works for God. Wherever you are, or wherever you are serving, or wherever you are working, as a minister, you are a servant of God, and you are working for God. That is the simplest definition of the word minister. The second definition is this. A minister is a servant of God who works for God and gets paid by God. You are not working for men. You are actually working for God, irrespective of where you are working and the position you occupy. As long as you are a minister of God, you are a servant of God. And you work for God, and because you are working for God, you will get paid by God. How? We're going to understand it as we go further. Now, let me give us a very much broader definition of the word minister. Who is a minister? A minister is a servant of God, called by God, employed by God, gifted by God, graced by God, anointed by God, empowered by God, and sent by God to work for God in the world. 
by doing certain things for certain persons. Helping those people in certain areas of life are sent and constantly instructed by God without charging the people any specific fees for the services rendered, but allows God to pay him either through those people or through other persons. I will run it again. Who is a minister? A minister is a servant of God. Called by God, employed by God, gifted by God, graced by God, anointed by God, empowered by God, and sent by God to work for God in the world or in a particular place by doing certain things for certain persons. Helping those people in certain areas of life are sent by God and constantly instructed by God without charging the people any specific fees for the services rendered, but allows God to pay him or allows God to pay her either through those people or through some other persons. Now, let's read 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6. The Bible says, talking about God, who also had made us able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letters, but of the Spirit. For the letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. The word minister there means someone who is a servant. So we are servants of God. And we are ministering the new covenant of God, the new testament of God to people. And as a servant of God, what do you do? You wait on God to hear what God has to say, and then you run with it. In this full and broader definition, or the third definition of the word minister, there are 24 things that we can derive. The first thing is that a minister is a servant. A servant is someone who serves someone, who waits on someone, who works for someone, who does Whatever someone that he or she is having tells him or her and that runs the herons of the master. So, as a minister, you and I, we are servants. That's what we must understand first. The word minister means servant. It means waiter. It means someone who runs errands. So we are made to run errands for God, to do whatever God tells us, to wait on God. So the first thing we can derive from that definition and from the meaning of the word minister as it is in the Old Testament and in the New Testament is servant. Number two, who are we serving? We are serving God. So, number one, you are a servant. Number two, you are serving who? God. Irrespective of where you are placed, Joshua was serving God by walking and running errands for Moses. Elijah was serving God by walking and running errands for Elijah. So, irrespective of where you are placed and what you do where you are, as long as what you are doing is biblical and is godly, you are serving God. 
by serving whosoever God has placed as your leader. Number three, a minister is a servant of God called by God. So, a minister has God's call. As God's call. You are called by God. You may be called into a singing ministry, into a preaching ministry, into a teaching ministry, into a helping ministry, into a giving ministry, into evangelistic ministry, into apostolic ministry, into missionary ministry, into a prophetic ministry. You might be called into a pastoral ministry. Whatever you are called to do, you are called by God. You have a call of God upon your life. Number four, employed by God. You are in God's service. Even though you might be employed as a minister somewhere in your church or in a ministry where you are being paid some amount of money, but primarily, essentially, you are employed by God. It's because you are employed by God in the first place that made those people to accept you. You are employed by God. So, focus on God as a minister, irrespective of how much you have been paid or what they are giving you or what they are not giving you or whether they are cheating on you or not. You must first understand that your employer is not the person you are working for. It's not the pastor, the leader, the GO, or the senior pastor of the ministry that you are working for or where you are working because you are essentially not working for them. You are essentially working for God. So your employer originally is God as a minister of God, irrespective of where you are working. And when you have that in mind, you will understand your role better as a minister. You are not going to work based on what you are paid. You are going to work based on your original employer's instruction. Your faithfulness is not going to be based on what somebody does to you or what somebody does not do, do to you, but based on what your original employer request of you, demands of you, and desire from you. Number four, ask some gifts. A minister is a servant of God, called by God, employed by God, gifted by God. No man can give you gifts except natural gifts. They can give you a car, they can give you all those things. But spiritual gifts come from God. So once you have a call of God upon your life, the gift of God is already in your life. It comes with the call of God. And not only that, you are graced by God. That is number six. You have some grace. What does grace do? Grace is what makes things easy for you. The grace upon each of us is different one from another. So there is a grace upon your life that makes you to be able to do certain things in a very easy way. For example, I have the grace of God upon my life to publish books easily. And I remember 
in the year 2009, within the space of two months, I published two books. And by God's grace, I have published many books, paperback books. I have published, by God's grace, seven books within the space of few years. It is grace. There are certain other things that I've been trying to do that I have um, I've not been able to achieve them because I don't have grace or much grace in those areas. There are so many people that are trying to publish books they have not been able to publish. This thing that I am doing, it is the grace of God. So you are graced as a minister to do certain things. So those things will come to you easily. You'll be able to deliver them easily because there is something that God wants you to do for people. So whatever he wants you to do for people, he gives you the grace to do it easily. Number seven, a minister has anointing. The anointing of God is the unction or the oil of God upon your life that makes you to be able to stand in the office that you are called into or to do the work that you are called to do easily and to function well. It is the anointing that makes what you do to bring results. If you don't have the anointing as a minister to do what you are doing, you will discover that you will be struggling and you are not going to be getting results. So anointing is what brings results. It what brings changes. It what makes transformation to take place. You sing, you teach, you preach, and you evangelize, and you see results. It is the anointing of God. It is the anointing of God that proceeds from your mouth and from the action that you take and from the prophecy that you give and break the yokes in the lives of people that makes people to come and share testimonies. That is the anointing of God. So as a minister, once you receive the call of God, you have the anointing of God. There is something that I call the anointing of the calling. It proceeds with the call. Once God gives you the call, or he makes it known to you that you are meant to be a minister, you automatically receive the anointing of God upon your life. And that anointing is meant to bring results from whatever you do, or to make whatever you do to bring results to the glory of God. Number eight, a minister is a servant of God, called by God, employed by God, gifted by God, graced by God, anointed by God, empowered by God, you have some power. That means the ability to make things to happen. That is power. Ability to make things to happen. Ability to change situations. And your power works with the anointing of God upon your life. You see, when grace and anointing come, they make certain things to be able to function. We all have the power of God to do everything. But the anointing of God makes the power to function in specific areas. So you have the power of God upon your life, within your life, as a minister of God. The power of God to change situations. It is that power that as you preach, as you sing, that is going to be working and making things to happen in people's lives. 
Don't forget, irrespective of your age, your status, your salary, your job, and your location, you have the power of God. You have the anointing of God. You have the grace of God. And you have the gift of God. Number nine, a minister is sent by God. That means you have a message. Whether you are a singer, you are a preacher, you are a teacher, there is a specific message that God has given to you. You have a message. Everyone that is sent by God is sent by God with a message. So, what is the message that God has given you to preach? Yes, you are going to preach the entire scriptures. You are going to preach the entire Bible. But from the entire scriptures and the entire Bible, there is also a specific message that God wants you to armor on. That God wants you to focus on. So you preach the entire scripture from the perspective of that message. And the message has to be scriptural, biblical, and Christocentric. That means it has to be Christ-centered. You have a message. And number 10, you have a duty. A minister is a servant of God, called by God, employed by God, gifted by God, graced by God, anointed by God, empowered by God, and sent by God to work for God in the world. The work you are sent to do is your duty. So you need to discover what is the work I was sent to do. And then if you go back to lecture number one that we have treated, you will understand that better. What is the work you are sent to do? And then number 11, you are working for who? You are working for God. You are not working for man. You may be working under the leadership of a man. Or you are following somebody to sing, to preach, to teach, to pray for people, or to do this and that, but you are essentially working for God, and your reward is going to come essentially from God. So you work for God. And number 12, you work in the world. And what I mean by the world, it means among people, anywhere that you find yourself. To work. A minister is a servant of God, called by God, employed by God, gifted by God, graced by God, anointed by God, empowered by God, and sent by God to work for God in the world by doing certain things for certain persons. So, you also, number 13, have a function. There is a function you are meant to perform that is doing certain things. Certain things. Number 14, for certain people. So you have a people target. You have a people target. There is a specific kind of people that God wants you to do the work that he has sent you to do to do it for. It may be children. It may be Teenagers, it may be youth, it may be politicians, it may be destitute, it may be poor people, it may be preachers, it may be teachers, it may be pastors' wives, it may be 
couples, it may be any set of people, but there is a specific group of people that God has sent you to do certain things for. And uh, you are doing those things to help those people. So number 15, you are a helper. You are doing something to help specific kinds of people in a specific area of life. You are, as a minister, a helper of certain people. You are what? A helper 